So just a few years back, today's guests and my dear friends, Jada Selner and Jen Hansard, were married moms, little kids, and they were both really struggling. They were struggling individually, financially, trying to take care of their families and pay their bills, and things weren't working all that well until they started realizing that maybe they had skills, maybe they had ideas that if they joined forces might work really well together. They combined that with a deep desire to love and to serve, and then a completely chance happening that changed Jada's life and her health and have now built what could probably be called a wellness empire around that an astonishing short period of time, the brand Simple Green Smoothies. So how that came to life and the people, the stories behind it, what's really driving it and how you build something from a place of service and love. That's really the focus of today's conversation with my dear friends, Jada and Jen. I'm Jonathan Fields. This is Good Life Project. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're hanging out in New York City right now, kind of on the eve of your next book coming out. I know you guys are all of a sudden just like, <gasps> um, but I don't really want to talk about that. We'll figure that part out. <laughs> I want to talk about Jen and Jada's magical journey. 
Because it has been kind of magical. Absolutely. I mean, when you really think about it, right? So you guys were, when did you actually start, like, meet as friends in a past life? (laughs) 2008. Was there, like, like a specific moment that, because I I don't think I actually know, like, that story. Yeah. I don't know the actual date, but I guarantee it was at Woodbridge Park in Studio City, California on blankets that we would lay out for all of our babies to roll around on. Hmm. And then we would sit and drink coffee and tea and talk about poopy diapers and (laughs) spit up and teething and (laughs) no sleep. All the awesomeness of having a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. So you were both living down in uh, that part of the world. That's uh, in L.A. Yeah. And neither of you are living in LA anymore. No. <laughs> right. So the first time you met, did, was it like an instant love fest, or were you guys like, I don't know? So come on, be honest. We'll be super <laughs> honest. Uh, Zoe, my daughter, was a couple of months older than Jen's son Jackson, and so a couple of months as new moms that feels like years apart. Yeah. Zoe's already kind of like rolling around, possibly crawling, mm-hmm. and Jackson at that time's just like. It's like your new baby. You have to protect them. And I was a new mom. And when you're a new mom, you don't even want, it's hard to even have other kids around. So you're very like, oh, yeah, keep them like close to you. Mode, yeah. So I would sit on the blanket always with Jackson right there, like in my arms. And Zoe would be rolling around with the other kids. <laughs> but I will say that there was a magical moment at the park that I clearly remember at Jen actually our meetup group was called the Valley Mom. Wait, the Valley Valley Moms Social Club. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jen, it, that's it's just like per, that's like a TV show. It's it like should have been. It's like <laughs> yeah. so podcast, Jen. It actually. should have been the first YouTube series. That's a podcast. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> she just snuck a microphone into this conversation. Oh <laughs> maybe not. We'll give you credit if if that's the name that's of okay. our It's not my podcast. plans. You, guys can, you can run with it. <laughs> So Jen actually designed the logo for our (laughs) meetup group, and I just thought her style was really cool. And I said, I love your style and your work, and I just know one day I'm going to work with you, and I don't know how. That was it. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Do you remember that conversation? Yeah. Yeah. What was your thought? Um, It was exciting. I love when people appreciate the work I'm doing and um, want to work with me. So that's pretty awesome. So what were you both doing? So at that time, um, were you both full-time moms? Were you moms and working outside of being full-time? Like what were you each up to? (laughs) I had just left my job as an art director at an ad agency in Santa Monica. Okay. And it was definitely a transition for me because I always thought I was going to be the working mom. And uh, my husband was going to be the stay-at-home dad. And as soon as my son Jackson was born and they offered me a really great position to move up there, I just couldn't do it. Mm. And it was just this inner driver. It said, you need to be a mom and you need to be okay with that. And so I turned that down and became a full-time mom. Mm. And when he was born, I was just in our small apartment in Studio City trying to find my new identity and who I was. And I took a walk wearing Jackson as in a baby wear. No, I was pregnant actually and walked through Woodbridge Park. And a mom came up to me and said, hey, you're having a baby soon. You should join our club. (laughs) 
And that was an open invitation and what I needed at that point. And as soon as he was born, I came back and was a part of the Valley Mom Social Club. (laughs) That's pretty cool. And what were you up to? Yeah, so I was on uh, maternity leave. I had a four-month maternity leave, and I went back to work. And I lasted two months. Mm. So it what were was, you actually doing? I was an actor. Uh, <laughs> and it was an educational theater company. And I actually did a play for high school students called Secrets. And we talked about sex. And we did condom demos <laughs> with a banana. <laughs> um, high schools loved us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm learning like all sorts of things about you. That I have. We've been friends for a while now. I knew none of this by either of you. And I did that for five years. And it was this, the community that I felt in the mom's group where I was like, this is, this is the jam right now. And so Mm -hmm. I actually left my job of five years and stayed home with Zoe and actually took on another girl. And so I was actually a nanny so I could kind of complement the income to stay home with Zoe. So you you were kind of like coming from two totally different worlds. Mm -hmm. And really the first connection was, was Jada, you just kind of saying like, oh, wow, Jen's like. She's got chops yeah. on the design side. So, and that really just started the friendship. Yeah. And, and it was kind of like, cause it kind of seems the like the kids, and it's funny that you mentioned like at that age, like the kids, you, cause normally you say, well, parents have kids. Like it's very often the kids are kind of like bring the, the parents yeah. together. Mm-hmm. But when they are that age, like even that couple months difference, it's kind of like, Oh, they're like, we can't hang out because they're just not, not yeah. quite properly matched. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now you're sitting on top of kind of an empire that you built. And it hasn't been a long time. No. <laughs> I mean, it's been like a stunningly short period of time. Are we talking about like less than three years, right? Yeah. Like we started being business partners in the end of 2011. Okay. And when did you first meet? In 2008. 2008. Okay. So that was a little while. So you're hanging out as friends for but, a couple years. Well, actually, <laughs> no, the story <laughs> turns. <Okay. laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Um, we actually, we didn't spend that much time in the mom's group. Jen moved to Florida and I moved to Hawaii. Uh, so there was actually three year, like we were together in 2008, but then there was like a three year silent mode. Did you stay, were you, st- did you stay in touch or we stay friends? Facebook friends, right. which is like, not yeah. for real. Faux friends. Yeah, right. yeah. Like, we were faux Facebook friends. Yeah. It's like friend number 4,962. <laughs> Uh, all right, so then what brought you back? So in 2011, um, I Jen was posting so many cool websites. So it's like, you know, you're Facebook stalking your, your friends, right. quote-unquote friends. <laughs> and I was just like, her design is amazing. And at that time, I was in the, the four-hour work week, you know, like, mm. oh, I've got to start a muse business. Yeah. And um I wanted to start a parenting newsletter and I said, Jen, like, I want you to design this, like this newsletter. And she gave me the $75 friend Friend discount. discount. (laughs) It's normally $150. (laughs) Um, And the magical thing around that time was we were just sharing how much we cared about families and intentional living. And Mm -hmm. it was just like, wow, we're so aligned and kind of like what we were thinking about. And she was like, I always wanted to start a blog. And I'm like, I want to do an e-zine, a newsletter, which is so old school. And so she just brought this like fresh energy and passion to Mm. what I was thinking of and making it bigger and better than anything we could have done on Mm -hmm. our own. And I remember when 
we started working on the newsletter together, you approached me. I was just doing design. Like I was purely the designer on this project. And Jada asked if I had any ideas for the name. And that just opened a whole new world to me. It was like, you're, I'm not just a designer, but you really want to know like my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so we brainstormed together on what this name could be for this parenting newsletter. And I came up with Family Sponge, (laughs) which um, ended up as soon as we talked about it, we're like, that's the one. And it just lit us both in the right place where we knew Mm. that's what it needed to be. And after that, when I started working on the design for it more, I just felt like I needed to tell her my desires too as a mom and moving to Florida that I felt like I was supposed to start a blog. And there was a lot of blogs out there at that time. Um, so, but I just wanted to do my own and share with people in Florida, like how to be an intentional <laughs> mom and just love on your family and be outside and embrace like life to the fullest. And so I felt like Jada had this newsletter idea and I had this blog idea. What if they got married? <laughs> like what would happen? And um, we, I, shared that with her and said, what do you think? And I was so nervous because I was like, this is her baby. Mm. Like, I totally get it if it's not going to work, but I have to try. And um, Jada responded, I need to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Oh, snub. But I I, I actually, as an entrepreneur who gets also, you know, like, especially an entrepreneur who's got a lot of entrepreneurial friends. So we have, like, mile, we each have our own miles long list of entrepreneurial ADD. And we also (laughs) kind of, like, we also, we like to be in control. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you come up with an idea and it's like you definitely want help and you want to bring other people who have gifts on board. Mm -hmm. But it's not easy as somebody who came up with the idea to say, I'm not sure if I actually really want somebody like, you know, like co-piloting this with me yeah. on that level. <laughs> so what was going on? on in yeah, I mean, definitely the initial reaction behind the scenes was like, oh, no, this is my baby. This yeah. is my idea. Mm-hmm. But like when I think about it, like Jen, you know, had this amazing name idea. And I think like part of her heart and soul was like mm-hmm. it was already embedded in there. Like the magic was already happening. But I was telling my husband and. Um, he's like, well, her husband's a pastor. Like, you can trust them. And so, <laughs> and I was like, you know, you're right. And I think we would grow so much faster if we were doing it together. And mm. I, I knew nothing about design. I knew nothing about website design. And at this time, we were broke. Like, we were struggling financially. We were in $42,000 in credit card debt. We were living with my in-laws in a house full of 10 people. Mm. So, Is that why you moved to uh, Hawaii? Or was it? That's just how it ended up. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii was, my husband was an actor and I'm like, we have a baby. Like, can Uh. you like leave your band and get a real job? (laughs) So we were chasing, like, we were chasing stability, but also how do we still be creative? And at that time, we didn't have money to invest in a website or anything like that. And Jen was like, I'm willing to like make this thing look amazing and beautiful and like you use your marketing and figure out how to make money. And like, it was so clear. Those were our lanes and we were like, let's run with this. Yeah. So eventually you came around. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a, it was a quick turn. I think it was like a, it was almost a week. Was I it? I think oh, it was. Sorry. Yeah. I think it was about a week, but that was okay. <laughs> so we've got the official apology being yeah. issued here. I'm so on the air. sorry. Um, and, but it wasn't like, that means I, like, I really thought about it. Like it yeah. was a real decision to make for sure. Yeah. 
did you both have a sense when you both said, okay, we're doing this together, that it, it was potentially the start of something bigger than what was going on? Or was this just like, eh, it's a project, let's try it? I thought it was going to be powerful. Like, I didn't know it would be big, but I felt there was power behind it. Mm. And that was because, like, we had this purpose and this passion that as we started it together that I felt like was going to change lives, um, even if it was just one. Mm. And um, I believe that we were fueled off of desire of like Mm -hmm. wanting something where we could stay home with our kids and make money and also change the world. Like we were both big dreamers around that, but also desperation. Yeah. Jada wasn't (laughs) the only one that was poor at that time. (laughs) My husband and I had moved from LA where he was a worked in the studios and we moved to Florida to start a church Mm. and we left his job and health insurance and moved out there. Um, and within a year, the church fell apart, mm. and we were unemployed. We had no health insurance, and like we were barely making it by just to buy groceries. We actually had to apply for WIC, which is kind of like government support to buy groceries for our kids. So I felt so much pressure, and I know a lot of it was self-imposed because that's just my personality. (laughs) (laughs) I like to carry the burden, I guess. (laughs) Um, But to make money and support my family. um, And so that's when I really got back into design again because that was something I knew I could do and that I was good at, and I was confident in those skills from back in my art directing days and in college. And so I launched my own design agency from home and started doing that work, which jot us on through <laughs> Facebook, which was my way to share what I was doing. And so then I realized the biggest thing that was always so hard for me working for clients was that I would fall in love with their dream and want to like help them. I knew I could do so much more for them with every website, with every business card I designed, but it was still always theirs. And so I, there was always this like wall and this limit of what I could do. <laughs> And so when I approached her to do it together, I just, it blew me open. Like I had no limitations then. Like it was like, we're all in together. Anything I want to do, we're going to do. Anything you dream up, Jada, like I'll make it happen. (laughs) And we just went balls to the wall (laughs) that first year of launching. It was hustle. Like hustle during nap time and bedtime. Like, yeah, I remember (laughs) we got an email from, I think it was Design Mom. And she was like, hey, I'm going to feature you guys tomorrow on my website because we would submit mm-hmm. our photos of like my home and stuff, which was purchased from furniture on Craigslist because that's <laughs> all we could afford. So I wrote an article on how to furnish your entire home through Craigslist. And um, she s- announced she was going to share it. We didn't have our opt-in ready, our website. Like we had a really bad article on it. So together we would scramble all night, like getting it ready for that launch of Design Mom. <laughs> that was a launch. Yeah, that was our launch. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's the hustle. And I think that's a story that's so often not told. You know, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we nailed it from the beginning. And, you know, it was tough. We worked hard, but, you know, everything went our way. And, <laughs> You know, there are a lot of nights when you're starting stuff, especially like you guys said, because this wasn't, it's not a venture capital backed thing. No. It's, it's not, it's not even bootstrapped, honestly. No. This is like, this was 100% labor, not even cash. No. Yes, that's, <laughs> you, know? you nailed it. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, and you're, and for both of you to do this, like where it's like both of your families are on the line and you're both married, you're both moms. But at the same time, it just was a window in time where also, 
both of your partners financially, you know, like were not in a place where they were contributing also. So this was like, I mean, I can't imagine just this, the pressure that you were putting on yourselves to make this happen. Yeah. It's gotta be big. (laughs) It was real. But I think like, like the desire and desperation like pushed Mm -hmm. us forward. And I think Jen and I are both ambitious women and we, it was, it was like we just knew something was going to happen, but we didn't know when and we didn't know how and yeah. that we just kept moving forward. But yeah. I mean, so there's it's not just desire and desperation. There's also there's just like a strong element of faith. Yeah. 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 You know, because you, like, you knew something was going to happen, you didn't, but like you knew. Yeah. yeah. Did you both have that like sense of knowing? Yeah. Um, I definitely felt confident in knowing that things would not always be like this. And at that moment, it was hard because things were not good. But I knew they things always change, and that if we kept working hard, they could change for the better for us. Was so, the drive. <laughs> so here's my question: I mentioned uh, just before that you, as, as we hang out here, and, <laughs> and um, you know, you're on the verge of doing all sorts of amazing things, but you're also sitting on top of this global empire. Which is not named, um, what was the original name? Family Sponge. Fam- Family Sponge. You've never heard of that one, Jonathan Field? I have. I must have skipped over the website. It must have. I, um, DYI Plato? Right. Uh, yeah. Um, no, that, that one either. Um, so what happened to that? Um, Family Sponge was definitely our first baby. Okay. She's still around. She hasn't been touched in two years. She's a neglected child. (laughs) Um, Living on the street. I do check in on her every once in a while. (laughs) She's still there. (laughs) Has not moved. We still pay for the the domain (laughs) registration. (laughs) Yeah, Family Sponge is there. And we had dreams to like, maybe we'll have other people run it. But when you're in startup mode, there's just not enough time and resources to spread that way. We really had to hyper focus on this like next iteration that was never supposed to be. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Good Life Project is brought to you by LinkedIn Ads. So have you ever felt the challenge of reaching a key decision maker in the B2B world? Imagine connecting with a billion professionals, including 180 million senior executives and 10 million C-level leaders. Well, LinkedIn Ads provides precision targeting and measurement tools tailored for B2B marketers, outperforming other platforms with two to five times higher ROAS in technology. Plus, 79% of B2B content marketers vouch for LinkedIn Ads' exceptional paid media results. What sets LinkedIn Ads apart is their understanding of the complex B2B landscape. They have built a platform to support you through intricate decision-making processes. I've actually tapped the power of LinkedIn ads a number of times to help grow our work-focused venture, Spark Endeavors, and I've been seriously impressed by the performance. So if you're ready to elevate your B2B marketing, try LinkedIn ads. 
Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goodlifeproject to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goodlifeproject or just click the link in the show notes. Terms and conditions apply. Good Life Project is supported by Dell. So seasons change. So why not your tech? Upgrade now during the Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event and save on select PCs like the XPS 16 powered by Intel Core processors. You'll be able to bring your most intensive project to life with built-in AI, minimalistic design, immersive visuals, and cinematic audio. Plus, complete your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop at dell.com deals, you'll have access to exceptional tech and electronics, plus free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals or just click the link in the show notes. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Business. So, all right, so... What is the next iteration and why was it never supposed to be business? Like, what's the genesis? Yeah, yeah. so Family Sponge, we knew we wanted to create an ebook because that's what you, we realized that the mommy blogging where you just do guest posts and giveaways where we were actually paying out of our own pocket <laughs> for giveaways wasn't working. The advertising model, the affiliate links, you know, to $6 baby legs, like we weren't making any money and you know, we're like ebooks. And so we had the idea of green smoothies. It was something that we were both extremely obsessed with. And and where did the obsession come from? <laughs> so in the summer of 2011, actually, when we first met, um, my aunt started making me green smoothies. She made me my first one, and I was freaking out, like, wait, what? Kale, spinach, avocado, and fruits going in a blender? And it was love at first sip for me. And my husband had it. My daughter had it. And within three months of drinking one green smoothie a day, I lost 27 pounds. And this is like over three years of post-pregnancy baby weight. And I'm mm. like, Ooh, like you can't not tell your friends that you just like <laughs> lost weight and are feeling so much energy and craving healthier foods. And Jen was in my world. I was like, Jen, like <laughs> you have to make this green smoothie. Yeah. And that was when we were working on the newsletter design. Uh, and I remember... So this is happening the in the background, but it's not a business yeah, idea. No. This is just like an this amazing is... thing that you're doing for your lives. Yeah. yeah. And so she was like, you have to try one. And I was complaining about how tired I was. And all I was always tired, no matter what. And 
that was the words out of my mouth. If I wasn't yawning, I was tired. Yeah. And it was to the point where I couldn't even get up in the morning and Ryan would have to get up with the kids and make them breakfast and I would slowly come out of the bed and I just felt like I was losing it as a mother. Like I was like, pull it together, Jen. Like you used to get up with your kids, you used to smile in the morning, like mm. what's going on? Um, and I didn't know. I couldn't figure it out. I just kept drinking more coffee to try to help. And um, it wasn't working. <laughs> and so when Jada mentioned green smoothies, I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. I can only get a little better, right? And so I wrote down her recipe, yeah. which was it was not that spinach and kale one you shared. <laughs> it was something with blueberries and strawberries and, of course, banana. Because <laughs> every recipe we make has bananas <laughs> and spinach. And I took the whole family to the grocery store to go get it with me because this was so foreign to us. It was like an adventure is what we called it. <laughs> like we are going to go on this adventure to make a green smoothie. It's like we're going on safari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we never bought spinach before. Like that was the first bag of spinach that my kids like picked out with me to bring home. Wow. Um, years ago, I would buy spinach and hope that I would eat it, but it just rot in the fridge. And so I gave up. <laughs> and I'm sure nobody else listening to this has ever done that. <laughs> I'm thinking, I need to check the drawer in our fridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we got everything, went home and made it together. And the kids were so excited to drink it after making it with me. And I was nervous that they weren't going to like it, but we just played it was a fun thing it's like come on let's go for it chug yeah. it and they loved it and claire was one and a half years old at that time and jackson was three and seeing them drink spinach was like the proudest moment for me as a mom right then because i knew i was doing something right mm -hmm. um i may not be able to get up in the morning and <laughs> smile at them right then but i can nourish them and i'm learning to nourish myself and so that's what kind of started this new lifestyle for me was that green smoothie started giving me more energy. I was able to get up in the morning. I didn't want as much coffee anymore. I was replacing it with a green smoothie, which was giving me more energy than any double shot of espresso was. Mm. So. so the whole thing really was just like pure behind the scenes lifestyle. Um, yes. Which is kind of interesting too, is that, um, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, if you really want a lot better energy, if you want to get healthier, if you want to do this, like, you got to profoundly, like, change your whole diet, <laughs> you got to start exercising. Yeah. And it's it's fascinating to me because um, you guys, have either of you read um, The Power of Habit, Charles Duhigg? Mm -mm. Yeah. So he has this idea of, um, I think Charles was actually the first conversation we ever recorded for this. I'm trying to remember. I think it was. But he was he's a New York Times journalist, and he came up with this book, which kind of like deconstructs habits. And, and he realized, like, one of the big things that he discovered was that he, there's this idea of, he called it a keystone habit. Mm -hmm. And that was like, people think that you have to change all these different things to, like, make a big change. And what he realized was that if you nail, like, the right one thing, <laughs> like, you just have to do one thing. And, and if it's the right one, it'll set up, like, a cascade of almost unintentional, like subtle changes and then bigger changes and then like more habits pile yeah. on after that because it just like triggers it, you know? And and what it sounds like to a certain extent is that be, you know, if you guys had been like, oh, we're going to like start a whole new way of living, and eating, <laughs> so it probably wouldn't work because no. everybody tries that and yeah, it doesn't work. I've tried yeah. that. Yeah. Right. But it's the fact possible. that it was just like, 
oh, it's just one thing a day. It's like <laughs> one simple thing. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, it makes it okay. And then when that starts to become a habit, mm-hmm. you know, and you start to feel better and there's more energy and all this stuff, it's like it that like one thing turns into, you know, what Duhigg would have called your, your keystone habit. Yeah. And then it's just like a cascade of other healthier changes follow on. Is that... Yeah. Is yeah. that kind of how it follow for oh, you guys? Oh, yeah. We say that green smoothies are the gateway drug to health. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're it, the, it we're the dealers on the corner. <laughs> right. <laughs> so at what point, though, do you guys kind of say, wait a minute, yeah. um, this could be something like the... The thing that we're working on, we're having fun working together, but it's not quite doing what we need it to do. And somehow, like, where does the connection come between the fact that you're you're doing the green smoothie thing and it's actually making a real difference in your lives? And th- this actually maybe could be something bigger. Yeah. Uh, the turning point for us was Instagram. And it was met with a lot of resistance. I had a friend who had just hopped on Instagram. Mm. She's like, you should share your green smoothie recipes on Instagram. And we've been blogging for almost a year by now. and we're About like, unrelated stuff. Yes. Right. And we, would, we started sharing green smoothie recipes mm. on Family Spend. Oh, okay. We'd do it every once in a while because we were excited about it. And right. did an article like five tips to get your kid to drink green smoothies. <laughs> Um, but they never picked up much attention. Yeah. And we, we were also talking about eco-friendly arts and crafts and yeah. and just, you know, how to be an intentional parent. So it was like this mix of everything that mm-hmm. excited us. Yeah. And then Instagram forced us to like, what if we just talked about one thing? And uh, we already had Facebook. Yeah. And we were just like, not another social media platform. <laughs> like, no, no. Like, it was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And I somehow got through that resistance and I was like, Jen, let's start Simple Green Smoothies and Instagram I said, account. You can start it okay, and but, you can do it. <laughs> but but I, I don't, I don't want to skip over something really important that you just said, though, which is, is that. Because you could have easily just taken all the same content you're putting on Family Sponge and mm-hmm. just like made images and dropped all of those different topics yeah. onto Instagram. But you just said, you, like, you, it was going to be like a, a much narrower scope. Mm-hmm. Where where does that insight yeah. come from? That that was my friend. She actually she has a million followers on Instagram. So I'm now That's today. A lot. <laughs> so I'm glad that I listened to her. Um, she gave us very good insight. Her Instagram account is My Healthy Dish, mm. and she said. She was like, everyone's into health and fitness on Instagram. Like, Mm. you should share your recipes. She didn't say share your arts and crafts photos. It was like, (laughs) share your green smoothie recipes and just see what happens. And I just tested, experimented, and played. And like Jen said, was like, you can do that, Jada. Yeah, I didn't You you weren't buying in uh, right away. Well, I wanted to. We just had no more energy. Like, we were tapped, like, building this parent team blog and creating weekly content and newsletters and guest posting. And it was hard to see how adding more to our plate was going to feel good for me. Right. And, oh, you're both, you know, like, moms and (laughs) wives. And, yeah. And it was three to, I mean, we were doing, like, three to five blog posts a week. Like, we were churning out content like crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. And the needle wasn't moving. The only people that were, like, our number one commenter was my mom. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) True story. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, you guys are basically hit a bandwidth cap. And mm-hmm. um, so, but Jada, you're like, okay, I'm going to roll with it and see what happens. Was there an instant response or? or? No, I mean, I, 
I was committed to, to doing it full out. And at that, when I, the first two photos, I had an iPhone three and I was looking at everyone else on Instagram and I was like, baby, please. Like, I know we don't have any money, but can I please get an iPhone four? Like I begged him. And so I was able to upgrade to the iPhone four and I was just taking pictures of raw ingredients with my iPhone four and posting them with recipes. And I knew I wanted to add value on there. And my friend said, I will give you a shout out when you have at least 12 photos. So mm. I was posting the green smoothie photos and, and I, and I struggled like, what, like the content and like how many different recipes can we come up with? And so when I had those 12 photos, she gave us a shout out and we went from nothing to 800 followers and that we were like, Nice. <laughs> right. Which was like 799 more followers than on the website. <laughs> and then another health influencer, she was a, a boot camp, and I think she had about like 20,000 followers on Instagram. And she took a screenshot of, because it was all green smoothies. And I think a lot of people weren't hyper focusing on Instagram at that time. And mm. she's like, You guys know how much I love green smoothies follow at simple green smoothies and we jumped from 800 to 3000 followers mm. and we're like we're in business <laughs> yeah. and remember we were actually starting that instagram account to promote our ebook for family spend ah. so that's kind of how it ties back into is we always knew at family spend that we wanted a way to make money on our own and um, have a revenue stream and right. we knew ebooks were the way to do it or one way at least. And so we were writing a green smoothie ebook. Right. For the family sponge audience. Yes. And this was the Instagram uh -huh. was just to like generate buzz around it. Then when it comes out, we sell it on family sponge and <laughs> the end of those, like everything's great. Then yeah. we have money finally. Cause also, I mean this, when was this like, this was uh, July 2012. Okay, so Instagram was uh, still fairly early days, and yeah. it wasn't apparent to anybody that this was actually... So, I mean, it was kind of like, okay, everyone's sharing their photos, but there's no way you can make money like yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, and the 3,000 followers really inspired me. Like, I'm like always like a thousand true fans. Like, that is my, yeah. my benchmark of like momentum is happening, mm -hmm. and so... I just geeked out and I like swam in the world of Instagram and really interacting with the community and just figuring out what the ecosystem mm -hmm. of this community platform was. And I was, I was obsessed. Like I was <laughs> double, double tapping, double hearting, you know, just figuring like being a part of the Instagram community. Which I don't think many people would view Instagram as a community. Yeah. So talk and take me more into yeah. that. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, people, there was this extra um, feeling of engagement. And at this time, you know, all of the bloggers were jumping on Instagram and they would say, hey, here's my recipe. Click here. Like, go to this URL link to go. And I was like, well, that sucks. Like, the people are here. Like, share the con And all that I could see in the comments, people were like, can you just share the recipe, recipe with me right here? I'm mm. here. And And that was where I saw, like, the party is on Instagram. They're, they don't want to go to your blog. So how can we add more value right where the community is happening, where they're asking for the content? And so it was very intentional with sharing the full recipe and the ingredients inside the photo caption. And I was also visiting other Instagram accounts and just having conversations like, hey, you're awesome. And they're like, who's Simple Green Smoothies and why are they liking my photo? And who, and they click back and they see this beautiful feed and they're like, follow. Mm -hmm. 
All right, so beautiful feet. That, to me, when you first hit my radar, I'm trying to remember how you, <laughs> you guys first hit my radar. I think it was through our mutual friend, Derek Halpin, probably. Mm. And probably in his typical, dude, you got to see what they're doing. <laughs> uh, as, we, as we all know, he gets very excited about stuff. But one of the, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's how you guys first came onto my radar before we you know, just became friends. And um, the thing that blew me away immediately was the, the quality of, because I still, I didn't know about commu- the community on Instagram. Honestly, I still don't know about it. I still don't really get it. Um, I believe you because <laughs> I've seen what you've done. It's astonishing at this point. But the thing that blew me away was just like the quality of the photography there. And so at some point, Jen, you started also like coming in on, I guess at some point you're like, oh, wait, this is something. (laughs) Well, what happened was we built up Instagram to a place where like, okay, these people will buy our ebook on Family Sponge. And then we began looking at our community on Instagram and they weren't moms. Mm. Like they were young college kids. They were older. Like it was such a mix. Like everyone was following us. And so we felt that if we had told them about our ebook and took them to family sponge they wouldn't buy they would be confused and they were like what just happened like i was on a green smoothie instagram account and now i'm on this like parenting with play-doh and craigslist furniture like what happened and so that was the moment where we said i think it's time to start a simple green smoothies website Mm. to give them a place to buy the product where they would feel safe and that they knew what was coming at them and so that's when I jumped on board um, to move forward with Simple Green Smoothies and build out the first website that we had. Right. Which was, which was I don't know if I saw the first iteration of your website. I saw a fairly early one, but even like the early one was, I mean, with, what I remember is yeah. visually, it mm-hmm. was really, it was clean, it was smooth, and visually just like the, the imagery and it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, because it was the same stuff and it was completely coherent with what you guys were doing on Instagram. You know, it's like, I didn't, and so, and now I guess looking back, I think part of what I understand is, you know, it's like, Jada, you started out basically with, you know, the best iPhone that you could get, <laughs> yes. right? Taking pictures, but then like your like massive sort of like genius insight was, wait, this is actually like a community. It's a, like a living, breathing human ecosystem, mm-hmm. you know, so let me really just master like the social dynamic in the community. And then. Once you kind of like prove the concept mm-hmm. and Jen, like your eyes are open to that, like, whoa, this is actually legit. Like, and, and then you both came to the realization of, boy, this is a different audience. Yeah, We need to build something. So it's like, Jen, you step in and then take all of your sort of brilliant design mm-hmm. and imagery and then take that to a whole different level, which I think, you know, it seems like beautiful imagery on Instagram too is just, you know, like that's like a home run, especially if you add it onto, you know, like building community with love Mm -hmm. yeah and for us um at that time like to even build that website i remember doing a lot of research on green smoothie sites that were out there and none of them resonated with me in a way that i wanted to mimic them and Mm. i know a lot of times when we're looking for the next move or what to build we look around us at what other people are doing um but i wasn't inspired and so what I found that was most helpful was going outside of that area and figuring out what really inspires me personally in my own life mm-hmm. and bringing that in to this website. And I remember some of the ones that I made a mood board with was Tom's Shoes and Starbucks. And so I remember pulling from Sunset Magazine and creating these mood boards. 
And as I built Simple Green Smoothies, that's what I built it upon was nothing to do with health and wellness, but had to do with just what I personally love design wise. Mm. And at that time, my camera was a little Canon point and shoot. And we're, we were going to originally use Jonna's iPhone <laughs> photos from Instagram for the website. And then I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> if we're trying to make Starbucks or Tom's come through green smooth, simple green smoothies, we need to like change it up. We've got to go big on this. Nah. And so that was when I had to ask my sweet little husband <laughs> if I could buy a new camera. And um, we, he agreed completely. He supports me with all my decisions. Um, he's amazing. And so I got my first DSLR camera, mm. which was a Canon. And I started taking raw ingredient shots for the website. And that's what we used for the first website was um, those photos. And I think one of the most important things we did with that was we made those photos square mm -hmm. and also similar layout to Instagram. So that community from Instagram the site went live. They came over to it, and they felt that they were still at home, oh, that's but just an elevated home. Yeah, huh. I love so that. So it's almost like, <laughs> and that was very intentional. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I never even picked up on that, but it's kind of brilliant in a mad scientist marketing <laughs> kind of way. It's like it's like yeah, like you've you're you're still home. Yeah. It's just a little bit different and cooler and more interactive. Mm -hmm. Huh. And that, so we started Instagram July 2012, and I mean, Jen hustled, and we had a website live November 2012, mm. and yeah. that's when we were like, come and check out our home. <laughs> you are welcome here. So, but, but you mentioned earlier that one of the things that frustrated you, Jada, when you started on it was you saw everybody trying to pull people off yes. of Instagram and into their other things. So when you guys finally decided you wanted to do that, like how do you reconcile or how do you figure out, like how do we do it differently in a way that, that yeah. you perceive to be more respectful? Well, I totally did the boo-boo. And we were, I was, we were so excited that we had some blog posts and, yeah. and we, we were like, come, we wanted them to come see our new home. And, and mm -hmm. I, I did it. Like, I was like, come, you have to get the recipe here. And they freaked out on us and they were like, yeah. no, like share it here. And so I was like, never again, stop that. Yeah. There has to be another way to get them from where the party is at on Instagram to our house. And so we were brainstorming on ways of like, how can we get them to opt into our email list? And our first, um, we had a, a five recipe ebook mm -hmm. and we grew our email list to about 2000 email subscribers when we launched November, 2012. And, and that was basically, so, so at that point you basically put that on Instagram, but then said, you know come here because we have something essentially way bigger than what we can just post. Yeah. So there's like a legitimate reason. Yeah. 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 Right, and I there was it. like tips within the PDF ebook right. too. Like we, we packaged it really well and made it a resource for them right. that you couldn't just get from Instagram. And I would imagine based on, I haven't seen that original one, but based on <laughs> your design work, that was probably visually pretty stunning and different. Yeah, I think it was. And yeah. I, I think we still send it out. <laughs> Do we? I think it's had a facelift. I do. Right. I do a couple facelifts. <laughs> yeah. actually, it would be neat to right. find them all and share and with. Also, you. we should probably say for people who are not Instagram users that it's it's a simple app for your phone that lets you share images. But one of the one of the limiting features on it is that you can't share active links um, mm -hmm. on the. There's only one place. 
that you can do. You can't share it in post. There's no way to actually hyperlink or get people to click on a link. On your profile, you can put a single link, and that's the only way that you can actually get somebody to click on anything. So it's drastically more limited than any platform yeah. where everybody's just dropping links left and right. So you really, you really have to do it right. Yeah, um, and to do that, people think that um, like because of that, that there's no active link. That it's like where's the ROI? And I will say that our our next our next iteration of what a free opt in is um, was a game changer for us. All right, so take me there. Yes. <laughs> so in December of 2012, um, Jen and I had the idea of doing a green smoothie challenge, and we actually saw this other blogger that was more into juicing and raw foods, and they wanted to do a challenge too. And we're like, let's partner with them. Like Jen. Like you can design it and make it look amazing. And they had a lot of Facebook fans. And we're like, we have a lot of Instagram followers. I think at that time we had about 20, well, mm-hmm. close to 30,000 yeah. followers mm-hmm. on Instagram. So we're like, hey. So in like less than a year, you've grown to 30,000 or so. Oh, less yeah. than months. six months. Wow. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was with me obsessing, like, just right. my thumbs, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and um, they never responded to us. We reached out through email, so excited, like, sharing like we will help you like we want this so bad like partner with us pretty 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 please and nothing probably because they figured it's like well it's a joke platform without you know the whole thing like instagram like that back then a lot of people really and we just Mm -hmm. wanted our names to be with them so like it would have been on their email like Uh. and I'm s- that was it was the worst silent no. Uh, I mean, it was the best silent yeah. no we could have ever right, received in, in our entire yeah. lives. That was the game changer. And Jen and I had already been brainstorming on the idea. <laughs> we, we were so excited about it. We thought there was no way they were going to say no or not even respond. So when they never did, we were just we were ready to go. Yeah. So we're like, we'll just do this on our own. Yeah. Like we don't really need them. Um, we know what we need to do, so let's go for it. And that was. <laughs> we wanted to launch the challenge January 1st. And so it was middle of December, early somewhere. The worst time for moms to be launching anything. Yes. <laughs> and we've never launched a whole email sequence like that before with our 30-day challenge. And so we just went for it and learned as we went, but we compiled all these recipes and added photos to it and announced it through Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So we launched our Facebook page end of December. And letting them know we have the 30-day green smoothie challenge. Like, this is amazing. You're going to love it. And sign up now, and you'll get every week of the challenge. And we only had the first week done. Mm-hmm. So as people <laughs> start. <laughs> of course, I've never done any. <laughs> so every week as people were signing up, and it was growing so fast, that email list, which was the opt-in, we would design out the next week of the challenge and, like, shoot that out to them and as we went by the end of that first challenge in January, we had over, was it 30,000 30, people on our email list? Wow. Yeah. And we were still you had. By that? You know, we were on such a high from Instagram, it just felt like it kept going. Huh. Yeah. Um, we were, but we still had no money. Yeah. We weren't making this. So this is 18 right. months into so, so, our and, entrepreneurship <laughs> right, journey so together. Now, <laughs> right. Now you're, you're like, you're spending more and you're working harder than ever before, mm-hmm. but still there's no money coming no in. Money. Money. None. So we decided to package up that entire challenge that we just gave them for free and put it into a PDF and sell it to them. Mm-hmm. For and $5. For $5. <laughs> <laughs> 
because we were scared. We we didn't know if they would buy it, and we didn't want to do a high price point. Right. Sure. So we offered it for five dollars. If you want everything right now, if you join the challenge late, or you just want it forever, here's the PDF for you. And within that first ten days, we made eight thousand dollars on it. Yeah, I would say even the first week, eight thousand hmm. yeah. dollars, and we were jumping. Oh my gosh, for joy! <laughs> <laughs> like we are in business holy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this was at a time when we were using um e-junkie <laughs> uh-huh yeah that was our cart and- yeah like how we accepted money was paypal and e-junkie mm-hmm. and we were we were doing the customer service our- ourselves mm-hmm. and jen's husband was actually one of the people on facebook answering comments mm-hmm. and yeah because we were so passionate about saying that no comment would get left behind no matter what um, but that meant that we had to work all the time right, to make that happen. Because you got 30,000 people yeah. in a challenge. <laughs> and the two of us right. was it. Right. Um, so he he jumped in. We would take shifts. We had it all lined up. <laughs> like, these hours are when Jot is going to be on Facebook. Then Jen picks up here. And then Ryan. And mm. we repeat the next day. And Yeah. And we and we really cared about our community. I, I Were we surprised? I think more that we were delighted yeah. that... 30,000 people were saying yes to their health and also like trusting us to guide them on this mm-hmm. journey. Like it was like, we are so in love with you and you guys just gave, you just gave us $5 and you just changed our lives. Like that first week changed our lives. Yeah. Do you think anybody knew that? No, no, we did not. It was just, you were providing something that was like gobs of value for a very small amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but behind the scenes, like you guys know, like life will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It it took eighteen months, but yeah. <laughs> this story is presented by Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA, produced by Acast Creative. Twenty five years ago, Invesco QQQ rethought the investing landscape by providing access to the Nasdaq's one hundred most innovative companies all in one ETF with Invesco QQQ. Investors saw all the possibilities that innovation could deliver. Personally, I had a wake-up call in my 30s that led me to invest deeply in myself to unlock new possibilities. I walked away from a career as a lawyer, overhauled my lifestyle through mindset and exercise and nutrition, and completely reimagined my career. And it was unsettling at times, but that investment in my potential allowed me to live so much more creatively and with purpose and passion. Invesco is proud to sponsor the new Ways to Win podcast, hosted by longtime coaches and mentors Craig Robinson and John Calipari. So in Ways to Win, the coaches use their on-court wisdom to solve for off-court problems and help you find a winning formula for success. In this clip from the show, we'll hear Craig share his advice for weighing a decision to switch from investment banking to full-time coaching. Let's take a listen. The advice that I would give somebody who's weighing a decision that is less risky or more risky, I always tell them to work back from what they're wanting to accomplish right? What the reward is, what's at the end and work back and try and set yourself up to get to where you want to get to. Because sometimes taking a risk is the right thing to do to get something that you want. And what I try and counsel people to do is not be afraid to take risks. Because if you set yourself up properly with a good education, a great network of friends, and you've got family behind you, you can usually weather most storms if things don't work out the way you thought they'd work out. 
So listen to Ways to Win wherever you get your podcasts to get more wisdom from Craig. Nobody knows what's ahead, but one thing's for certain. You can access tomorrow's innovation today with Invesco QQQ ETF. Let's rethink possibility. So thank you for listening to this special story brought to you in partnership with Invesco QQQ and produced by ACAS Creative. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more defined investments. The NASDAQ 100 index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies on the NASDAQ. You can't invest directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully before investing. Invesco is not affiliated with ACAS Creative. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So where do you go from there? <laughs> <laughs> and we could actually make this really detailed and take another few hours. Or <laughs> <laughs> what do you um, know? Well, so let's flat, let, kind of fast forward a little bit, right? So we're hanging out, having this conversation, um, heading into the fall of 2015. And between the story that you just told, which was basically like the big moment of awakening and the first, you know, like, it, it's a pivotal, pivotal moment for any entrepreneur when you're like, okay, we just made our first sale and actually we just made a lot of first sales. Um, it doesn't matter if it's not for, you know, like a lot of money per unit. It's like, you just made a first sale and there's an astonishing shift in psychology and everything when that happens, because it makes you believe that you can do more and bigger and Mm -hmm. better. As we sit here today, are you comfortable sharing and sort of like growth numbers in terms of like where your community is and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. So what's, where are we at? <laughs> Where we're at right now, um, we have over 380,000 followers on Instagram. And I'm sure that'll, that number will change mm-hmm. soon. <laughs> and 285 or 90,000 on Facebook. Yeah, we have over, our, over 30 million page views to our site in the past three, almost three years. Mm-hmm. And our email list is... I think it's almost up to 400,000. It's somewhere between 300 and 400. Right. And you, you're also, now you've built this into like a substantial, very financially successful 
yeah. enterprise with more offerings. Yes. And how, like, how, do you, how do you go from the moment of the first sale and how do you keep that type of, because the first sale was built on like Jada, you just said, and I've had, yeah, I've talked to both of you guys about this in, you know, over the years, an astonishing level of touch and service and love mm-hmm. for the people that you're serving. You know, which it sounds like it's almost impossible to do at the size that you were at, at 18 months. And you guys were sharing, like, you had to start recruiting family members to help. Yeah. <laughs> right. So now you're essentially you know, like 10 times that size, mm-hmm. you know, and you've got a, a, a real enterprise running. Yeah. One of the questions in my mind is always, look, well, there's a couple of questions. One, how does that change you? What does it allow you to do that you couldn't do before? Um, but the, and the second is, and maybe let's just deal with one at a time. The second will be, um, how do you sustain mm-hmm. the level of love that keeps you okay? So yeah. why don't we talk about that, the second one first, actually. Like, how do you go from, how do you 10X something in months, really, mm-hmm. based on incredible interaction and support and personalization when it's you don't you know it's you guys and a small team like yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i mean i think love for us is like the fiber of our being like it we have to love the work we do we have to love the people that we serve and also the team that's supporting us is really important so it's like love is happening everywhere for us in our business it's we don't do it unless it feels like love and we don't yeah. communicate with our audience unless we're doing it from a place of love. And I think when you are in that space to impact people and really, like, we care, people just feel it. Like, people feel loved by us. Our community knows that we love up on them any way possible, and it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's more than 10 x the money, because of that. That was good. Jen's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> just well, ditto, yes. Yeah. Um, I would like to share within that just how growing by the numbers that fast, you want to love every single person in your community, and you do hit a point of overwhelmness when you're doing it all. And so for us to continue to be able to love in that way um, required us to pull in a team and we were really intentional with bringing in a team of people that we could actually get to know and trust with our community. Um, we were people, A lot of people told us, why don't you outsource it to a third world country where you can get community support really cheap? Since you are a startup, you don't have much money, and we didn't. But we chose to invest in friends that were super talented to come alongside us and start answering emails, start responding to the community and taking that everyday weight and load off of us for Jada and I so that those people on our team could love on them in the way that they needed and we could serve them next by figuring out what they really need, like what's the next step in their journey and figuring out how we can serve them in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was just funny because... Um, if you tell somebody, you know, we, we just 10x our enterprise in a matter of months and are like the, the single most important scaling mechanism for us was like love your way through it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, are gonna, you know, they're going to raise their eyebrows and be like, mm, yeah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But what'd you really do? <laughs> <laughs> I could share. Yeah. Um, 
what we really did and that helped us so much was when that first 8,000 came in, we immediately reinvested it in the business and in ourselves. And one of the main things was we did Marie Forleo's B school. Mm-hmm. And that was straight after that eight grand came in, her window opened up. So the timing was perfect. And I would like to say I was hesitant to do B school <laughs> because we had just gotten this money. And I was like, I need this money for my family. And Jada's like, well, I think we need to do B school. <laughs> and so we found a happy medium where there was some money for each of us. And then the business got B school and we joined that together and invested the money for that. And as more money came in, that's when we would hire people. So it's never been, oh my goodness, we finally have money. Let's go do something amazing for ourselves, like completely. It was always like, what can we do to grow more and always keep it centered on the growth and um, stability of the business and also what will help us as individuals in the business keep our priorities in order. And time with our family is so important. And as you're growing and you're needed more in the business, you can find yourself feeling needed in the business so that you have to hire people so that you can still have that time with your family. Nah. So it's like a fierce commitment to, to growing yourselves on personal levels and, and to sort of like seeking knowledge so that you can actually mm-hmm. learn how to function on a higher level yeah. and make things happen on a higher level. And I would say another thing, um, we kept the 30 day green smoothie challenge going Yeah, that like, that's, that's the needle mover for us. It's the way that we, we thank our community. Mm-hmm. And I will say, um, we were thinking about, should we do another 30 day green smoothie challenge? So we did January, 2013 and we're like, that was a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> and we made something really amazing. Maybe we should charge for it next time. Like we really thought about that. We're like, mm-hmm. this is beautiful. These shopping lists that Jen designed, they were amazing. And, we made a really intentional decision was to keep the green smoothie challenge free because we knew it was impacting people's lives. People were sending us emails saying that they were losing weight. They were getting off of blood pressure medication. Um, their kids were drinking green smoothies and we're like, this has to be free. Like this is how we serve our community. No matter what, no matter if they ever buy from us, if we can impact their lives in this way, like that's going to fill us up. And, and so no matter what we sell, mm-hmm. like we can always feel good that we have a free offering to take care of them. And as far as making it sustainable, we said, we're not going to do a free 30 day green smoothie challenge every month because everyone's like mm-hmm. next month, like I missed it. Like, can I get in? And we're like, no, like if we want this business to be sustainable, that was a lot of work. And so we were intentional about let's do it four times a year. Like, that gives us time to like decompress mm-hmm. and then start revving up for the next challenge. And it actually happens to work out really good on a marketing sense of like, <laughs> here's scarcity. It's only available right. during this time. And also here's the buildup and anticipation of like, when is it coming next? And I believe that you don't have to automate connection. And, and we didn't want to do that. So we could have had an automated email sales funnel of the 30 day green smoothie challenge. And we're like, we want this live and in real time and we want to be in it with them. Mm-hmm. And that was really important to us that we are in it with you. We are cheering you on. And I think that's been the game changer for us is that we love up on our community all year long. <laughs> now, how has the experience over the last few years changed each of you individually? The biggest change was in the summer of 2013 
you know, we, we followed B-School to a T and it really aligned Jen and I on where we were going as a business. And we did do a major launch in July and it was crazy. It was like close to six figures, not quite, but pretty dang close. And that revolutionized our lives in a way of we can provide for our families. And my husband was actually able to quit in the summer of 2013, his day job that he'd been doing for 13 years and actually be home, pick up my daughter from school and spend so much time with her. Um, we were able to have our first real vacation to be able to afford to travel. And now our lives are built on travel and speaking around the world. Um, I have like this most amazing business to share with my business partner. I'm actually going to cry. <laughs> um, but I believe like, you know, I don't have a college degree or anything like that. And building a business like this, like really gave me permission to continue to dream big and just keep impacting people's lives, doing what I love. Like it was a message that I heard growing up and I didn't know if it was possible, but to be able to have my business partner by my side to make this dream a reality, it's definitely changed me and what I believe is possible. I think for me, the biggest change is knowing that if you ask for something, something big and scary and that you don't even know how it's going to work out, it, it can happen. And for me, that summer when Instagram started, Ryan and I prayed for a way for me to make good money so that we wouldn't have to worry anymore. And it was such a heart-wrenching prayer. <laughs> um, we were hurting. We were struggling. We were unsure of what was going on. But we just knew what would really help us at that point. And I didn't know if it would ever be possible. And looking back at that day now, I mean, God didn't just answer my prayer. He blew my mind. And just the opportunities that have come from that has been amazing and what I've learned the most is to not limit myself and my beliefs and expectations of the life that I think I'm supposed to have. If I continue to just be open and flexible and willing to learn with other people and dream with my business partner and go for it, anything is possible. Even running a business in your pajamas <laughs> from your home and telling people about green smoothies every day. Like that can be a business that allows us to travel and bless other people in so many ways. I think also for me, it's just made me see business differently and that business doesn't have to be black and white. It doesn't have to be cubicle. Um, I was in an ad agency and you had cubicles and how to dress a certain way and Today, we went and took a tour of a couple editorial offices for our book launch, and it brought back so many memories for me of being back in that space of work and knowing now that I can have my own kind of work where I can wear whatever. My team doesn't have to clock in, and they're not in trouble if they're five minutes late. Like Just empowering other people as well to live a different life that's mm -hmm just so freeing and allows them to chase their dreams too is just such a gift. And I'm just truly grateful for where I was 
three and a half years ago in a dark place and where I am now where I feel like we're flying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and the reason we're hanging out in New York, aside from the fact that we just wanted to have dinner together after this, <laughs> is that you guys are in town, um, partly for a sort of like, you know, business retreat stuff because you're really investing in growing and uh, learning how to build and take things to the next level, but also because it's, we're, you know, by the time you guys listen to this, this will be right around the time where a little book launches. <laughs> so you guys are here because a huge dream happened, I guess, to a certain extent, which is that you guys are putting out a book. Yes. Um, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> the short version or the long? The short version. <laughs> <laughs> Going on nine hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, such a dream come true to be published authors. Like, wow. Like, like more of this, please. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, we had a dream to gather our recipes together and um, we got to do the, the rodeo show in New York City and meet with lots of different publishers and we found the perfect match. And it was very intentional of when we wanted to put this book out into the world. Like we wanted our community taken care of and our team fully in place. And we feel like this was the perfect time to really get the book into as many hands as possible. And we just took that journey of a literary agent, the, the whole yeah. shebang, and um, signing a book deal and uh, birthing it over nine months. <laughs> right, and knowing how maniacal you guys are about the quality of what you oh, put out. I'm sure goodness. that it was really easy. <laughs> we are both maximizers, <laughs> mm-hmm. which means that the project never ends unless uh-huh. someone cuts us off. And that's, right. that's what happened. <laughs> Our editor cut us off from changes and revisions and said, we're going to print tonight. Mm. We're done. You're done. <laughs> What's your greatest hope for this book? My dream is that a mom in mid-America who is struggling just to get dinner on the table and finds herself at McDonald's way more than she wants to to feed her kids sees this book at her store and picks it up and that it just, she realizes how simple and possible healthy can be with this one change and that she can spread it to her kids and her husband and friends. And just to see what can happen from that is really what I'm dreaming about. I love that. And I think Jenna and I are both passionate about getting the green smoothies into schools mm-hmm. and making that the fuel for kids in the classroom. We make green smoothies um, for our kids' classes, but imagine if a teacher had her hands on this book and could go through these recipes with her students and empower the kids to start blending on their own. Like we, mm-hmm. There's a movement that started online for us, but going into the physical world, like we are going to touch so many lives that would never have access mm-hmm. to if they're not following us on Instagram, they don't even know about nope. this. And we know our green smoothies taste really good. Like <laughs> kids love them. <laughs> well, but it also brings up like one sort of interesting point, which is that both of you started this, you know, like quote one a day habit when you're you had like no money. Yeah. 
so because one of the arguments that a lot of people make about eating anything healthy, like in, more veggies and more more food, is that it costs a lot more money. Mm-hmm. And it, what's interesting to me is like each of your individual stories, like both of you, your backs were up against a wall. You were like you're trying to raise a family and you had no money coming in, yet you were still able to do this one thing. So it kind of provides a really compelling argument that anybody, you know, yeah. it, it's really hard for somebody to then say, well, you know, it's, it's, I can't do it. And I'm never, like, n- none of us are here to judge anybody who's, like, got financial struggles. You know, it's, it's so far from the intention of this conversation. But it's just to plant the seed and say, you know, maybe you don't have the financial wherewithal to start eating organic. So, and, and there's a lot of mythology around that too, so I don't even want to go there. But like, we're talking about one thing a day, and you guys are both pretty powerful proof of the fact that it's doable. Yeah, we started with some pretty crappy blenders too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was not organic ingredients. Like, and we start, would make the same smoothie every day. Yeah. <laughs> buy in bulk so it's cheaper and yeah. you can make it work. So the name of this is Good Life Project. Mm. So if I offer that phrase up to each of you, to live a good life, what does it mean? For me, it means to find my passion and to fully live it out and not hold back. That's a good life. Mm. For me, it's about living a good life is showing up every day as your full self being full of yourself in the best way possible (sighs) and um, filling every minute, every day, every month with people you love, with your family, with your friends, um, surrounding yourself and filling your days with the community that you love and, and really doing what you love. And I think of a good friend (laughs) that really lived his legend and, lived every day playfully and fully himself without regret. And I believe if you can chase every day as the only day that you have to live and make the choices that are full of love, that is a good life and a well life lived. Thanks so much for joining in this week's conversation. You know, if you've actually stayed till this point in the conversation, I'm guessing there's a pretty good bet that you've gotten something out of this episode, some some nugget, some idea. If that is right and you feel like sharing, then by all means, go ahead. We love when you share these conversations and get the word out. And if you wouldn't mind, I would so appreciate if you would just take a few seconds, jump onto iTunes or use your app, And just give us a quick rating or review. When you do that, it helps get the word out, helps let more people know about the conversations we're hosting here, and it gives us all the ability to spread the word and make a bigger difference in more people's lives. As always, thank you so much for your kindness, your wisdom, and your attention. Wishing you a fantastic rest of the week. I'm Jonathan Field, signing off for Good Life Project.